Janine Ramirez, and this is I Suck at Small Talk. Today we skip the fluff and go straight into deep talk with my sister, Patty. Hey, Pat, welcome. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me at it. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I have a hangover ish. I didn't drink that much, but I slept super early in the morning because I attended a wedding yesterday and then there was a barrio fiesta called <laughs> the Poronchos that we went to till past 4 a.m. So that's, you know, disclaimer for this episode. And Pat also went to Poronchos. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a hangover from a drink I had this afternoon with some friends. I had an Aperol Spritz, one lung, and then my head hurts now. So I think it's... it's... Maybe it's the mix. <clears throat> you have to try Yeah, I don't think things. it's my drink. Yeah. yeah I, funnily, I also tried Aperol. Like, I ordered an Aperol Spritz for the first time, <laughs> I think, ever yesterday. So we're, like, so connected. Still, I know I love even pepper. across the world. Okay, so um, in my first batch of episodes, I wanted to talk about moving away from our home country, the Philippines, and I think it would be missing a big chunk of soul if I don't talk to my sister about it. Because as I mentioned, we're in different sides of the world. Patty moved to Australia about two years ago and just had her fairy tale wedding that we all super had fun in this year. And it looks great and perfect on paper, but there's also a lot of complex emotions that, you know, come out and and just not necessarily all roses to deal with when you move abroad. So I want to talk a little bit more about those things in this episode. Are you feeling good about that, Pat? Even with your Sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Pat's in Sydney, I'm in San Sebastian, we miss each other a lot, but we, funny, we also moved away for good around the same time, right, Pat? Um, um, yeah, when, when, when was, when did you first move? Well, it was weird for, for us because maybe four years ago was when I first like stayed here for for a few months and then we went back to the Philippines and then there was like the pandemic so we got stuck there and then we did like back and forth for two years. But like really deciding to stay here for good and setting up, you know, our home here was two years ago. Which is same as you. Yeah, yeah. So poor mom. <laughs> I know. We just said bye. Um, okay. First question, Pat. Like can you share yes. your expectations versus reality of living in, in Sydney? Like were there any surprises? Were you well prepared naman? Any like challenges that stick out um during your transition? Um, well, to be honest, I don't really think I had, like, expectations before moving here. Like, all I knew was that, okay, I'm moving to be with Mon, and I'm gonna be with Mon. And there wasn't really much else. But you've like, been there before, right? Before you really moved. Like, you would visit yeah. family there. 
yeah, I had been here twice before. And like, I knew it was gonna be like a good life here. Like, great public transport, just easier, like, better quality of life, I guess. Parang, I knew that that was like a thing to expect. But then, like, the day to day, and also, like, yun nga, the, I guess, the struggles or the challenging part of it. Like, I'm, I had no idea. And I don't think you can fully really be ready to move away. I don't know. Maybe for some people, they're like, yes, I'm moving. But parang for me, especially it happened during the pandemic. So it was like, I was stuck at home for two years. Then biglang, okay, bye, you're moving. So I didn't even get to say a proper goodbye to people. Uh, I didn't see my friends at all before I left. And so yeah, it was a little weird. But then I guess like overall... It was a good transition, but I think maybe the biggest surprise was how homesick I would be. Or like, I don't know. I think it was challenging in a way. Like, it was still hard. And I, the, I didn't prepare for that. Is it the day-to-day or is it the people there that you didn't get to say goodbye to? It was the hardest part about leaving home for you. Yeah, the people. Like... And just being in the comfort of home. And then, like, I was literally at home for two years. So I wasn't even going out of, like, the house. Yeah. And then I had to leave the country. No, mom was going out more than you. Yeah, she was the one going out. I wasn't talaga, like, really barely. And if when I would, it was super mask on and, like running levels and then when I moved here I had to travel take a plane and then here it was like you would just go out like it was normal and I feel like it was such a big transition COVID I don't know and the pandemic and being in quarantine did such a number on on us on so many people it's like yeah I know even without the moving away the going from everything is a danger to you, right? Like, just yeah. the air that you breathe outside of your your home or even in your home if someone got COVID in your house is, like, a danger to your life. And then now we're so chill about it. I know. And I feel like we haven't even really, well, at least for me, processed the whole COVID thing and what it actually, how much it actually impacted, like, my yeah. me, yeah. So I feel it's, like there's some trauma there that hasn't been like explored. I started reading <laughs> Victor Frankl's what's the title? Like, what is it? Meaning of Life? Oh my gosh! I swear my brain is not working. <laughs> but, <laughs> parang he he survived like you know the. World War Two and being in a concentration camp and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's but he's like a psychiatrist, psychologist. So he mm-hmm. would he, like he's sharing his his experience, but also kind of psychoanalyzing it and going yeah. to like the core of what it is <clears throat> to be human. And Shempre, it's he he mentions para other studies of people that have been, you know, in one little environment without having to go out and i'm not saying that we experienced like how bad it was yeah, for for people that 
that were you know in in the concentration camps at that time or people that are you know locked in um <clears throat> in jail or in asylums and stuff like that but parang i guess it was like a super tiny taste of it yeah and i feel like it that has a huge effect like i have a friend here na she's like a social worker and she works with like young not so young kids parang nearing adolescence and she was saying now even here there's a height uh, a high in in like depression and there and yeah. suicide attempts and stuff like that and i'm like holy crap and that's here like i feel like you know in the philippines it was so much worse and it was worse for people that were in like condominiums so oh yeah intense. and like and like in the group chats that we were all in parang friends would be like does anyone have a contact to like a psychiatrist like a friend is needing like people were like really needing to support, speak to someone yeah. yeah and support yeah it was hard so yeah this is the pandemic we veer away from our moving away talks, but it's still important. We can talk about yeah, that, like, and I think because it happened around that time, eh? so it was like a yeah. part of like my experience moving. It happened during COVID. Yeah, like it's so for like, you. It was all at once, right? Yeah, like yeah, your parang. Oh my god! I swear, my brain is super crap today, but. <laughs> I'm imagining like you were in a cage, right? Like or an animal that's in a cage and then transported somewhere and then set free in a totally different place. Like how would that yeah. feel? You're like, wait a minute, this is not my my environment. So Yeah. You know, the transition is, is extra tough and and strange. Plus you're supposed to yeah. be super happy because it's Sydney. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just mixed emotions. Like Okay, you're supposed to be living na your best life here. But then there's it's you know it wasn't as smooth as I thought. Like there was that part of like getting homesick and then just being like a bit lost and not sure about being here and questioning and all of that stuff. But it's great here though. I love it. But you know, yeah. Okay, I have a, a question of a struggle at first. Because I also yeah. ask myself sometimes and the answer might be like yes and no at the same time. But yeah. do you feel like you belong in Sydney now that Sydney is your home? Yeah. Okay. I think but the belonging. What about like feeling that you, you belong there? Mm. Yeah. I mean like you said, it, it's a yes and no kind of thing. Like, there are moments where it's, yeah, like, I this is where I'm meant to be, whatever. And then there are days where it's like, oh, my God, I'm still so, um, you know, it's foreign. Things are foreign. Or I'm, like, a little bit can't relate to, you know, like, what the locals are talking about. Because mm-hmm. parang when you, so, I think, but I think in general, yes, like, and I, I, I'm slowly starting to accept that my experience here, like my immigrant experience moving here, is like not going to be the same, obviously, as people who were like born and raised here. Right. And so I'm like, as I am, parang 
this is as me as it's going to get here. Like, I feel like this is as belong yeah, as much as I can belong. Right. Given now. the time like, that you're there. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Sorry. So what my are brain the also, moments? Yeah. <laughs> then Kanina, you're super laughing. Anyway, what are the moments that made you or that make you feel like you belong? Is it when you're like with Mon's family and or, you know, at work or what are those moments that you're like, hey, I am like, I'm in Sydney and I belong here. For me, it's when I'm wandering by myself. Sorry, Mon. I mean, obviously, when I'm with Mon, I feel like I belong. Like, this, it feels like home being with him here and Hopper. Like, it's home. Yeah. But then, when I walk the streets, when I commute, when I interact with, like, you know, when I go to a cafe and, like, have conversations with the people, you know. Oh my gosh, small like, I feel talk? Like, yeah, small talk, which I'm, get, I'm getting a bit, like, better at since having mm-hmm. moved here. But it's, I'm still awkward, but... Parang, I feel like that. I feel like I belong. I can't explain how, but like, right? It's I like get natural. You. It's like, like it's like, parang you're feeling independent. Yeah, and like feeling, feeling like, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my gosh. So, so me also. You know how like in in Manila, you don't really greet people. And I was oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry if I, like, in school, in Atenea or whatever, if you're like, oh my gosh, super suplada because she never said hi to you. But parang I don't feel comfortable saying hi to people that I'm not sure naman if they remember me or whatever. Yeah. Um, and even, diba, parang if you're in the elevator, let's say elevator at work, there are people that you see every day there, but you yeah. don't, you're not going to be like, hey. Good morning, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it it boils down to parang the trust that we have in society in general. Yeah. Parang in Manila, I guess, because there's so many people, there's so many scammers and stuff like that. You kind of keep to yourself and you're more defensive, even when driving, right? But Lol, then yes. here, there's so much parang trust. Well, now, like, sometimes I'm already, there have been, you know, people, like, my, my bike was robbed and stuff like that. But in general, there's more trust, like, with people that you can just be like, hi, good morning. And they're like, do small talk. Yeah. I I think also because Mikel is so good at it and he gets pissed. Like, even when we were living in Manila, he would be like in the elevator with, I don't know, someone else that lives in the building and he'd be like, hi. And they don't respond. And he gets like, that's so rude. Like, (laughs) how can you not say, like, I said hi and like, they didn't even say anything. And I'm like, it's just how it is here. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, back home. In the Philippines. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, they'll greet you. But here also sometimes when Parang we have a neighbor that's a little bit parang serious and just like, <laughs> like hi. Like that. And then after, like me, it's like, what a weirdo. Because <laughs> everyone else is like, hi, how are you? Like, good. Oh, the weather. You know what I mean? Just there. Yeah. Like the elevator small talk. Or like, haven't seen you in a while. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know also like for back home. Cause you know how like Manila is so small. I don't know. There's always it's like so I, I feel like I felt it's weird more that we say it's so small. Yes. I mean and yeah. I, are we like more judgy? We're so judgy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna Parang pretend I'm not. Here but it's like, like no one really cares. Just be you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that no one really cares. Or like parang when I moved here, I feel like no clean slate, right? Hmm. No one knows me. I can be whoever like I can be whoever I wanna be. And yes! there's no Yeah, like there's no one knows like how I normally am or whatever. So like right. You kind of are free to be, yeah, whoever you want. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Like, like, it's true. Parang let's say there in in the Philippines, I already was kind of stuck in the the mode of if I see someone that I know, like I don't want to say hi, like I get yeah, and then I try to like avoid or something. Literally walk the other direction sometimes, yeah. or like. I'll go right na lang muna to this pillar. store. Yeah. <laughs> I need pala yeah. to buy something in Watson's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here, there, it's like, why was I so like that? I yeah. don't know. Parang now I wonder, like, what is it there? Parang super ultra insecurity? Or I don't or know. Or also but... just like ju- the judgment. I don't know. Because. People back home are also really judgy. I don't know what it is then. But like the other week here, I was so surprised at myself. I ran into like someone of like a common friend. No, no, not a common friend. A friend's friend. So like okay. a friend of mine had her like birthday a few months back and then invited me and then a bunch of her other friends. And that girl was also there. So I met her in that party. And then... I saw her recently in a store and I was like, as in she didn't see me. Like I literally like went up to her and was like, Hey, Nicole. Sorry. I just like, oh said my her God. you but remembered then, her name. Good thing. I yeah. Super suck at names. And then like, Oh, um, and then she didn't pangan parang remember me at first. So I was a little like, Oh my God, should I have done this? Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, we met at like so and so's birthday. Um, blah 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 like and then we had a bit of a conversation and then she was like asking me like oh what do you have in your basket because i was shopping and then it was like nice and i was like it was like that's great that you can just do that yeah and i guess once you do it it's like ah, it's not naman pala so bad you know it's not naman yeah. pala so so weird and like you're you're happy you did it I think I have yeah. the pressure, the opposite pressure now because nga Mikael is like, Ugh, so rude. Like, didn't say hi. I'm like, oh my gosh, that used to be me. That used to be me. Yeah. Don't judge me. I'm gonna change, right? <laughs> and he is like, I call him the alcalde because he knows everyone. Like, we can't go to a place without bumping into at least one person that he knows. So sometimes when he's like talking to someone and... Like, we bump into that person regularly. Like, I say hi like, to them, na. I have to parang yeah. say hi in the street. And sometimes they don't remember me, but I'll just be like, Mikael's girl. Yeah, <laughs> just name <laughs> drop. Okay. <laughs> like, the time that I made Kwento, the, the motorcycle. 
the guy who was trying to help you. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, do, I don't think I posted it so I can make it cuento again. But I was practicing on the motorcycle because now I have my license. Um, so like the motorcycle, does, it's not like the side stand. Like you have to put it on like a higher stand and the you have to put your weight on something and lift it up and it, for me I don't I don't get it yet like I'm I struggle so I was parang driving at night just practicing while Mikel was fishing in this place this other town and then there was like this guy right by the pedestrian crossing and I was like am I gonna like stop for this guy to cross and then he like whips out a bottle of beer and really like <laughs> like pours it like oh, like <laughs> bottoms up and I'm like oh, okay he's not gonna cross yet so I went and then I parked and then while I was parking I was super struggling like trying to get the, the <laughs> motorcycle up on its stand and then the guy comes walking by the same guy with a bottle and I'm like oh my god the pressure <laughs> like he's like gonna see me struggling so I stopped first and I saw him and I'm like wait a minute like we ran into this guy before and Miguel was talking to him a lot and he he would like he said hi to me and you know parang acknowledged yeah. my presence so I'm like hey you're Miguel's friend right <laughs> like Martija and then, <laughs> and then he was like yes I'm like, I'm Miguel's girl. And then he's like, oh, let me help you. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was funny because I guess he was like tipsy. And he couldn't get it off the stand. Yeah, that's the best part. That he also couldn't help you. Teamwork, teamwork. And he got it off. Parang, I'm like, Miguel's fishing there. Like, come say hi. So we were walking, parang buddy, buddy. And then Miguel was like, what? Like, who is Janine talking to here in this place? Like, this is not even where we live. Like, what the hell? And then, like, I arrived with this friend. And he even made it quite to his mom because he was so proud. Na parang, she's like a local now. That, you know, she runs into people. Thanks to him. Yeah. But those are the times that I feel like I belong. Although, there are times that. I don't in terms of the language. When it's the, my first time talking to someone and they don't know that I'm not a Spanish speaker. Yeah. So I feel like... Yeah, I so, feel like with you, it might it must even be more heightened because of the language barrier. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's someone nah, there, like, introduced to me and kind of knows that I'm not from here so they're more understanding of the fact that I don't like it's not my my first language and I'm still learning it yeah. um but they're super nice about it like that, once yeah. they know like yesterday in in the wedding one of the the girlfriends that I only met once cuz she's like one of the new girlfriends <laughs> um love it and when she Parang later on in the night, she asked me, like, so how long have you been here? And I'm like, oh, like, for good, like, two years. And she's like, oh my gosh, only two years? And then she goes like, was I talking to you too fast? Like, do you want me to talk? But parang Aww. so nice about it and so understanding. Because she's like, I thought you were here now for, like, ten years or something. I'm like, no, 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 super new. And when it comes to grammar, they're not, they don't have, like us, the word barok. That you feel bad for uh. having wrong grammar. 
like, or like a grammar, a grammar Nazi. Yeah, or they're something. not grammar Nazis. They're so supportive of you speaking it, and you know, like no, like you speak so. I'm like, I know that I make my my grammatical mistakes, but I guess like as long as you understand what I'm trying to say, like that's the bottom line. Although like Mikael has friends that will correct me, but they'll be like, I'm correcting you so you learn, okay? Like don't worry. Aww. <laughs> So yeah, it's nice. But okay, so we feel like we belong now. Are there moments that you feel like an outsider still? Na parang okra, parang yeah. I mean, or... yeah. Like when I'm hanging out with like my off, like my office mates, they'll make cuenta stuff about their childhood or about school <laughs> life. That's super different, obviously. Like. I have zero idea about what they're talking about. Like in year ganyan, like do you remember this thing? Yeah, and then all students six. It's not like that. No, yeah, but... and like parang let's say intrams or whatever. Like they have their own things. Not all schools do it on the same year, so they all kind of like know. Or even like we were talking about it the other day too. Like you know how like we used to wrap our books in like the plastic wrap. Yeah. Pa- plastic, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They have their own thing. And they were talking about this material, whatever they used to protect their books. And I was just like, oh my God, even like those things. I'm like, we used plastic, like, wrapper. Anyways. So those little things, like, I feel still like, oh my God, outsider. But then it's, mm. it's ma- minor. Yeah, or like, and I guess it's just I'm, a learning curve because it's like okay, like, diba, parang, what does it mean when they say this and when they talk about this? Yeah, and the more that so people like, make cuento to you, like the more you get it in a way. Yeah, and like I've just sort of like, l- like I'm leaning on it where like if they talk about something, I'm like, oh, what's that? Like, can you explain it to me? Like yeah. instead of just being awkward yes, and sitting there that's and like. The key to- the cracking small talk is be curious. Yes, you know that's also the key to cracking social anxiety, really? which my therapist. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, parang curiosity. Like, yeah, you don't know it because usually, like, and that's before, okay. Yeah, when I didn't know something, it's like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I'm such an outsider. I, I like, I, I'm so op here in the corner. I have no idea what anyone's talking about. I'll just be quiet and like I'll. I'll feel bad. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, own it. You don't know. You're not from here. You're not supposed right. to know. Then just, like, ask. And, like, yeah. learn about it. And then you can even be like, oh, back home, it's like this. Right. This is how and they learn something yeah, and then, from you. Yeah. And they get to know you more. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Whoever's listening. I mean, anyone's listening. Curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really helped me a lot. But. It's still hard. It's still not like, parang there's effort parang that has to go into like, okay, I'm going to be curious now. Right. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, and all in all, I feel like those little moments of feeling like I don't belong, they, they're, they're minor. Yeah. You know? Parang the, the other side of the coin weighs heavier. Yeah. Same. I feel the same. Oh, we found our new homes away from I know. I just, like, I'm still wanting to build, like, more relationships. Like, more (laughs) friendships also. Because that's another thing. Like, when you're new to a place, Shempre, it helps when you have, like, people that you can spend time with and all of that. And that's 
that's hard also too. That's hard. It's hard to find rin parang people that you really, really wanna hang out with and yeah. spend time with, right? It's like yeah. it's like going on dates, <laughs> but for friends, kind of. You yeah. Know? Parang, yeah. Mm, is there like a good vibe here? Am I feeling comfortable here? Because and it's okay if not. And even parang if someone hangs out with me and they don't feel that feeling. You know, I won't take it yeah. so personally. It's just the way it is. Sometimes you're feeling the person and sometimes you're not. <laughs> oh my is gosh. there something you want to share to the class, Ate? <laughs> no. no. I feel like that's but coming from some somewhere. Around, I was thinking about it there. Like, since Miguel is such a popular person. <laughs> <laughs> and I love his barcada there. Like... Yeah. Like I love spending time with them. They're they're such great, amazing people and parang the girlfriends and wives like also sometimes we'll plan something together, so it's great. But parang I I want my peeps that yeah. I know not necessarily through him. Not I yeah. don't know why. I don't think it's it's like being what ba like competitive or like no, this is mine and that's yours. Yeah. But I guess it's like a personal challenge for myself. Like wanting yeah. to know that I can have like amazing hmm. friends on my own. And work is such a big, you know, way to do that. And yeah. I think I've met like really amazing people. But what sucks is that we, well, I'm not in the company anymore, but we worked remotely. So no one is yeah. from here, and I just mm. oh, I wish I always try to convince like some of them to move here. to move. <laughs> like size them like when they when someone like visits like for a bit, even just for a bit, because yeah, Around, yeah. I, I do get along with them. I'm gonna see them um in the end of September, and I'm excited. I, I always tell them. I'm Where do they whatever. live? You guys most are of my them? first, like my first friends here. Um, mm. a lot of them live in Madrid and Barcelona, and then there's one, there's some that live in like Sevilla and in Malaga, I think, also. So, Medj like scattered. Yeah. There was one that was living in Bilbao. That's just like an hour away from here. And I yeah. met up with her, like, a few times because she's, like, amazing. But she wasn't, like, originally from there. So, <clears throat> parang she took, um, like, a doctorate course. So, she lived in the Netherlands for a few months. And then now she's back in her hometown, like, closer to, to Madrid. Mm. So, no one is near me. And it's sad. Yeah. But it's hard, no, to, like, make friends. Upwards, yeah. yeah, my therapist yeah. like and to find that na parang you're there, you're like excited or someone to to call to just like have a drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My therapist gave me this exercise before. It was really hard for me to do, mm. and it felt really weird. But she was like, make a list of all of your friends, like from actual friends to like acquaintances or someone you like literally just had one passing conversation with, and then. Hmm. Parang think about how you can take your relationship to the next level. I was like, whoa, isn't that like super creepy? Whoa. But then she was, yeah, but it was like therapy, like therapist approved. Pero parang, like, let's say for this friend, this is the level we're at right now. Like, we exchange 
hellos in the office or whatever. Like, what's the next step? Like, maybe for her, I can, like, ask her out for coffee. And that's my next step to build that relationship. And then this friend, oh, we've gone out now one time. Like, what's the next? Oh, maybe I can invite her to, like, my birthday yeah. or whatever. Parang Whoa, actual... that's, like, consciously improving your relationships. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. And, like, in that way, it's, like, there's a there's a goal. It's, like, little baby steps of, like, okay, how? Hmm. And then, yeah, you're analyzing the level you're at with each person and how you can take it. Or maybe, yeah, you can be, like, oh, this person... I actually don't believe so much. Yeah, we can leave, we can leave her there. Like she's fine there. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I love our hater side. Um, so that's another but, tip, guys, listeners. Yeah, that's another tip, and I'm going I think to it's really also helpful. link some podcasts. Like the first when I first started listening to podcasts, I remember one that was about. Or that was like an interview with this this psychologist that wrote a book called Platonic, and it was about mm-hmm. the importance of all our relationships. Like we're so used to, I don't know why, if it's Disney or whatever, to, and I guess like naturally to put all our our energy and expect so much out of our you know romantic relationships. When yeah. the other relationships in our lives also fill us, like it fills us up in a different way, and it's impossible to find everything that you need just from one person. So, um, maybe there the parang life partner, your go-to person, yes, is your romantic partner, but maybe you have a friend that helps you improve in terms of, I don't know, like being active. Maybe you go with that person yeah. to the gym all the time and that's that person for that part of you that you want to improve. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe you want to, maybe you're artsy and you love drawing and maybe you have like a friend that you go somewhere with to like sketch. You know what I mean? So, it was yeah. like, kind of, it's so simple, but I realized how, how ill, like, cheesy cringy cheesy. I've been in terms of you know how I looked at relationships and giving my all to just like the one relation it's so gross <laughs> gross and that's why I want to like make sure I talk to you and you know like that's why I'm doing this yeah this whole experiment so that I can still <laughs> maintain my re- although parang I've only been talking to you so much and no one else is messaging me so please okay like say yeah. no and have conversations with me but yeah and there another podcast was about um the the key to happiness or being content in life and having like a good life and relationships is one of those things like you have yeah. to have strong social bonds <laughs> and i think it it comes out more or like the need for it comes out more when you move away like you realize yeah oh shit Why you take it like, for granted when it's just there yeah all the a time. bit it's so easy yeah especially like oh these have been my friends from high school like like yeah, you have your barcada from high school, school it's barcada like, from first job, barcada from college. Yeah, and then your family, like it's, you know, you just have people. And then when you move away, it's like, oh my gosh, like I have to start from scratch. And it's not as easy when you don't have like a school environment or a work environment. And you're not from the same, you didn't grow up there. Yeah. So yeah. It's true. Interesting. In, in Manila, it's so easy to be like, 
to find a connection and then biglang you're connected na and that somehow yeah. makes it better and easier like oh you know mm. ganyan who's a really good friend of mine so yeah parang you have na like a base to build from but I also like that you know in a new place you're consciously looking for your like people that you get along with Person. for something and yeah like it's not just that they're there like they're at work or whatever and and you just happen to to hang out although in the philippines it's just so natural we're such open amazing people right like it's <laughs> wow. so easy to be like i don't know go out everyone goes to karaoke and then parang okay you're friends for life <laughs> yeah, after that yeah life. and i think like i think that's also a barrier i guess like the the cultural I don't know how you speak to each other, the jokes, the Yeah. Like, it's it's different. it's different. Yeah. We're yeah, like the jokes, we're so witty. But I yeah, super we're so witty and realize funny. how witty Filipinos are. Na parang a conversation about something. There's just always some sort of hear it or joke that's gonna pop yeah. out. To make it lighter and more fun. Yeah. And yeah, very true. Here, parang not as much. Par- I'm like me, the one that doesn't really speak the language. I'm the one that will like make jokes about it or try to like wordplay things or whatever. So mm. yeah, I miss I miss that, and that's why. Yeah. Call me people. <laughs> okay, Pat. I don't want this to be too long, so I'm gonna. Go okay. straight to the question I want to ask everyone that, um, you know, agrees to be on an episode. Because this okay. is called I Suck at Small Talk. So I want to ask, like, what do you think? What's something that you think that you really suck at? And how are you working to overcome it? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to just say small talk because that's yours but no, small talk is one of mine, mine also <laughs> i mean it can be it's the name of the show yeah. <laughs> so i was trying to think of something else but then no, i but think that small works talk perfectly hello if every guest says at small talk then i'll have like gazillion million tips yo because i'm gonna have gazillion million guests but no but go 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 sorry <laughs> and then in line with that i think because I, I i i'm really like anxious like in social situations and I think I have like imposter syndrome wherever I go. So like I think how it comes out when I'm like talking to people, it's always like, oh, I don't even have some anything interesting to say. I won't long say it. Or like, oh. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like. I did not sort of notice like, about you, but and I do not oh. see you this way at all. It's like, yeah. Well, I still have the memories of you as a kid, like. You know, oh, wanting to perform for people. Oh like, my gosh. Wanting to cartwheel a cartwheel. It's... You want me to... <laughs> Seriously, sometimes I'm like, I need that girl to come out. You sh- I you need her to like... I believe in the cartwheel I need her singing to, like... dancer <laughs> within. <laughs> I need her back. She needs yeah. to make a comeback. But yeah, no, so, like... he. I don't know if it's after having moved here also, where you sometimes feel a little smaller than everyone else. I don't know. Oh, no, my camera's dying. 
um, I don't know, but the, yeah, there's something that parang I just feel like always second guessing myself when I meet people and introduce myself, and I feel like I don't present myself in a way that's like confident and like able to. I don't know. Really? So basically, yeah. So I think basically it's like self confidence and like the whole in the whole small talk space. Okay. And just in general, I would say. I'm so happy with our convo, yeah. Pat. Like, this Aww. has to be a regular thing. So, at first, I wanted two podcasts. Like, this one and wow, one with Patty. Wow, two. <laughs> like, oh. we were thinking that we should have one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, yeah. but Pat maybe doesn't really want a podcast. So, I can just have her over regularly in my podcast to talk. And I think, like, that's gonna happen a lot. Like, you know, yeah. because... I love our convos, and you've given so many helpful tips. And I want to oh see gosh, the progression thank you to of my your confidence. Therapist. Yes, thank you. I know. I really feel like, yeah, I feel like I I need to build it again. Maybe it's because yeah, I moved here, and so I feel like I'm not. So, I don't know how to explain it, but parang yeah, before I think me. Like, when I became a mixed VJ, it really oh. changed me. Because, yeah. like, and I still felt really awkward while being a VJ and had to get through that. But it, like, pushed me that I have no choice. I have to interview people. I have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to be, like, hosting an event with loads of people. And it's, like, scary, but constantly pushing myself out there. And meeting people and, I guess, having friends that still love me. In spite of all of these things. And yeah. I realized na when I'm with family and when I'm with friends, like, you know, that I already know and get along with or office mates, like, once I've warmed up and they get to know me, like, that's the me that's real. Right? Yeah. Na parang, okay, like, I can joke and I can be kenkoy and I can, like, you know, be weird and stuff yeah. like that. And you have that too. Like, your friends... I mean, your your wedding is proof of, right? Like how, yeah. not, I don't want to call it like extroverted, but how <laughs> parang comfortable and confident you can be. Yeah. Right? Na parang bust a move, rap away. <laughs> I mean, you're freaking the best Eminem rapper ever, Pat. <laughs> Don't ever forget Better than it. Eminem. Yeah. But, Did oh you my, hear okay. that, Eminem? So to end this episode, I will make cuento of when we were in San Francisco and Trey, oh Patty's cousin, took us to a karaoke joint. Now there, karaoke is freaking public. It's like a mini stage. You get on stage and everyone sees you sing. And Patty chose the song Love the Way You <laughs> Lie. And it had to be like the Rihanna, the backup singing chorus. But Pat rapped like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, like it was her coming out party. You know, what's. Diba Eminem has that movie na parang he has when he, actually, when he parang is so galing na. And everyone's like, whoa, like that was your moment. <laughs> <laughs> like the people to I the saw point, people like people were so shocked so people's face were like whoa like mind blown and then like there was a guy cleaning <gasps> in the back like a black dude cleaning in the back like with a broom and came out with a broom 
<laughs> just to see like who is this amazing rapper stop and <laughs> so true like some guy with a broom came out and was like what's happening here who is this amazing talent <laughs> Why wasn't I discovered? Where was like I know, right? the music producer? Oh my gosh, we should have we was... should have stayed and did rounds in different karaoke joints, and for sure, discovered. <laughs> You're gonna be the As next a rapper. Who's the singing? Who's the sing- the one singing? Triangle Bayon. I want what's that? Pyramid. Pango. Discovered by Ellen the Generous. Then rapper. Oh my god, I would be like stuck in the rapping like, oh my god, genre. Like the next amazing Filipina discovery of Ellen the Generous. Glock Nine or something. <laughs> Salbakuta. Oh my god. Okay, Sako. Forty-five minutes. We're going to. Okay. And there, and we're gonna have more of Patty in another episode because she is amazing, and I'm sure she's gonna conquer this confidence and imposter syndrome issue. Thank you, everyone. So many people, maybe one or two people. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Tita Pam. Anna, Anna, are you listening? Mom. Mon, your mic you're setup. Next, you're Are, next, yeah. Oh yeah. Sponsored by Mon's mic setup, mic and video yeah. setup. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, thanks, Pat. That was so fun. I'm sure we're gonna make one to pop that. But there to everyone that's listening. We've only scratched the surface today, and I bet you have your own stories and experiences to share. So don't be shy. Reach out to us. Subscribe to our blogs, and let us know your thoughts, doubts, and questions and struggles about living abroad or wanting to live abroad. Oh, I totally went into DJ mode, but there. Thanks, guys. Baboosh. <laughs>